Canada HR News on December 11, 2023. I'm Elena Bobireva. In today's episode, we talk about 420,000 striking workers in Quebec, Ontario's plan to track job-related illnesses, a province with the highest AI adoption rate in the workplace, HR trends in 2024, and other topics. To get the latest HR updates, follow us on X at CADHRNews and LinkedIn at Canada HR News Podcast. Global News reports that the 420,000 Quebec workers representing the coalition of public sector unions known as Common Front entered a seven-day strike on December the 8th. The unions have deep concerns about the just-passed health reform law. The bill creates a new agency called Santé Quebec that will be the sole employer and manager of all health employees. Union accreditations will be merged and a single seniority list will be established, allowing staff to move from one region to another. Some worry that this Bill 15 will allow Quebec to give the private sector a bigger share of health care. The unions have set December the 19th as a goal date to reach an agreement in principle. The 65,000-member FIQ union, representing mostly nurses, confirmed it has submitted a counteroffer to the government. That union is still planning a four-day strike starting December the 11th. With the FAE Teachers Union still on a limited strike, that will bring the total number of public workers off the job to well over half a million. Essential services in the health system will be maintained. Ontario is launching a new plan to track job-related illnesses. A report requested by the Ontario government reveals that many cases of workplace-related illness are missed because symptoms appear a long time after exposure to a toxin or other workplace stressors. The causal links between some diseases and exposure to certain workplace toxins are clear, such as the cancer and asbestos. In other situations, workers or former workers have faced lengthy battles to prove their job caused their illness. In response to the report, Ontario's Labour Minister will soon announce plans for a new system for tracking diseases and long-term illnesses contracted on the job. Provincial officials told CBC News that the government will commit to creating Canada's first occupational exposure registry, move that Labour Minister says will speed up diagnosis of workplace-related diseases and improve worker compensation. Other steps that the government is planning to announce include improved monitoring of silica exposure in the construction and mining industries and the creation of an occupational illness leadership table of industry experts and worker advocates to guide actions on the report's recommendations. Representatives from Canada Life apologized at a House of Commons committee studying its rocky transition to becoming the administrator of the country's largest healthcare plan. CBC News has heard hundreds of stories from people having problems with long wait times, failing to get through to an agent, or being denied a claim without explanation. Representatives of Canada Life appeared by video call before the Standing Committee on Government Operations and Estimates last week. 
Committee members pressed government representatives on compensation for people who've racked up interest charges on medication that should have been covered. Canada Life said it has increased staffing at its call centers and claim processing centers, reducing wait times to one to three minutes and processing to just over two days. The company has also created avenues for plan members to escalate their claims if they are facing emergency, health or financial hardship. They don't expect call volume to return to normal until the end of next year, given some plan changes, including mandatory generic drug substitution, were delayed to January 1st. According to Robert Half, the job market will remain resilient heading into 2024. The company's survey of more than 1,000 managers with hiring responsibilities during November of this year reveals that 54% of hiring managers plan to add new permanent positions in the first six months of the year, while another 40% anticipate hiring for vacated positions. 61% of managers cite company growth as the primary factor influencing their hiring decisions for the first half of the year, followed by a lack of required skills among current employees. The companies want to leverage top talent laid off from other companies and address employee turnover. 77% of companies who had to postpone projects in 2023 said they planned to move ahead with projects that were previously put on hold. While hiring is expected to increase, finding the right talent may still not be easy. According to the survey, 89% of organizations report difficulty finding skilled professionals, and 64% of managers said it takes longer to hire for open roles compared to one year ago. When asked about their top concerns for the first half of 2024, 90% of managers cited concerns with retaining top talent and 87% said they worry about keeping teams motivated and engaged. McLean & Company released their HR Trends Report for 2024. The top five priorities for organizations include recruiting, providing a great employee experience, controlling labor costs, developing leaders, and supporting change. The company suggests that HR and organizational leaders need to get ready for accelerated changes and innovations. Organizations that view HR as a strategic partner are 2.7 times more likely to be highly effective at generating and implementing new ideas in the workplace. The report makes it clear that many CEOs want employees back in the office. However, in recent years, employee expectations about flexibility have evolved. The demand for flexible work is here to stay. Companies need to balance the demands of senior leadership and the expectations of employees, and that flexibility will not look the same for all types of employees in the new year. The report also underscores that employees are experiencing disruption in all areas of their lives, from the acceleration of technological changes to financial, political, and social pressures. As the result, the need for HR's leadership has never been stronger. However, capacity of HR teams continues to be a major obstacle with the level of stress HR professionals experience increasing dramatically year over year. As planning progresses for the year ahead, 
the consideration of HR's role and capacity to support organizations and employees will be crucial. The Government of Canada has launched the Canadian Business Disability Network to help its member organizations to embrace disability-inclusive practices. EY Canada, Manulife Canada, TELUS Health and IBM Canada are current members of the Canadian Business Disability Network. The 2022 Canada Survey on Disability found that an estimated 30% of persons with a disability are not in the labor force. According to the government, this network will bring together industry experts jointly resourced by member companies to provide innovative programs and services for workplaces. These initiatives will support businesses in enhancing the accessibility of their workplaces as well as the products and services they offer to their clients. According to KPMG, more than one quarter of Quebec employees are using generative artificial intelligence tools to help with work tasks, which is one of the highest adoption rates across the country. The fact that so many Quebecers are using generative AI at work is a testament to Quebec's well-developed AI ecosystem. The top uses for AI among Quebec workers include research, generating ideas, and creating presentations. Generative AI users in Quebec say the technology is helping them become more productive and efficient. While employee productivity gains are positive for organizations, they appear to come at a cost. Some employees are engaging in risky behavior when using generative AI platforms. 17% users admit to entering private financial data about their employer into user prompts. And 14% are entering other sensitive information like supply chain and human resources data into prompts. KPMG points out that more education is needed for employers and employees to fully understand how transformative generative AI can be if integrated and deployed effectively. And this was Canada HR News. Please leave us a rating and a comment in Apple Podcasts and on our YouTube channel. You can also find us on Spotify and other platforms. For more information on the topics discussed today, See the episode description and connect with us on X at CADHR News and LinkedIn at Canada HR News Podcast. This is our last episode in the new year before we take a short holiday break. We wish a peaceful holiday season to all our listeners.